0: Hey guys, it's Kayla. So last week we had a super unexpected heavy episode with the Unhappy Happy Hour. Because of the topic we talked about, I received hundreds of outpouring messages of support and love, but I also got a lot of questions. I just wanted to do a quick follow-up on what I've learned through my experiences and give a little facts if it's something that you're going through that I can help. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms, all at the same time and never in the same order. (laughs) This is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Welcome to Hi, My Name is Mom for this quick mini episode. This isn't an episode that is super fun to record, however... If there's anything I can do with all the losses that I've had, I really wanna use any platform I have to help people. If it can even lessen the pain just a little bit if you are going through it. In no way am I a medical professional. Um, This is just my personal experience, along with some facts that I've researched um, from a few credited sources. According to everydayhelp.com, miscarriage is also known in medical terms as a spontaneous abortion and a pregnancy loss. It is the natural death of an embryo or fetus before it is able to survive independently. Can I just say that I hate that it's called a spontaneous abortion, something crazy that isn't talked about a lot is how common miscarriages are. We hear all the time success rates about pregnancies. We see all the gender reveal pictures, the first birthday pictures, the birth announcements, the pregnancy announcements, and it's such a beautiful thing. When in reality, one in four women are having miscarriages. That is a crazy high percentage. But according to a recent health study, actually there's about 50% of women that go through miscarriages. But because they go through those miscarriages so early, they don't even know that they're having a miscarriage. And that is what we call a chemical pregnancy. And those pregnancies are lost typically three days before they will have their periods or they will get a positive pregnancy test. It has actually been studied that about half of a fertilized eggs don't turn into viable pregnancies. So if that can tell you enough how much of a miracle pregnancies are... I just find these facts absolutely crazy. I fall into a category of recurrent miscarriages. And there's about one in five percent of women who have this. And that's just basically when when you have more than three miscarriages, that's when you are considered to have a habitual problem with it. And I will say a frustrating part about this is it is really hard to get any answers or even be referred to a specialist until you've had the third miscarriage. So if you are going through this process, I am with you. It's frustrating. I wish there was more answers earlier on. Um, If you find answers, please share them with me. But for me, it took me three miscarriages to see a super high-end specialist to figure out exactly what my medical issues were somebody asked me what was the biggest difference for me between just thinking it's a late period or a miscarriage um for me i've always had a positive pregnancy test with all of my pregnancies um i couldn't tell you if i thought i was pregnant Um, i just never kind of let myself get there without a positive pregnancy test so all five of my miscarriages, um, I've had positive pregnancy test first. But what I will say for me, the biggest difference in the times where I was just late, and then I would start my period, versus having a positive pregnancy test, knowing I was pregnant, and then having a miscarriage, is you actually dilate a little bit when you have a miscarriage, and you just feel really open down there when you're sitting, and you typically feel open for a couple days. Um, And if you've had a full term birth where you've given a vaginal delivery and i and i can't speak for c-section so please correct me if you've had a c-section and you feel dilated after a c-section i honestly don't know the answer to that but if you know what it feels like to be dilated um, you do dilate a little bit during the miscarriage <laughs> on the emotional side of losing a baby i gotten asked, how long does the grieving last? And, you know, I really don't have an answer for that because it's so different, um, with each child. I, the first loss that I had was ectopic and, um, I felt it right away and I got super depressed. Um, and I had to seek help. Uh, I had some Suicidal thoughts that I don't even like to talk about with the first one. Um, and then we got pregnant again so quickly after that, after the first miscarriage, and then we had another miscarriage that the only way I handled the second one is I got super numb, and I actually didn't even grieve that one until six months after. And then the third, fourth, and fifth miscarriage, it's just, they're all so different with how you grieve, how long it takes to grieve. So all I can say for that is just take your time and acknowledge when you are grieving, say it out loud, tell your friends, write it in journals, tell your safe group of people that will help you get through it. But definitely speak it out loud and allow yourself to have all those feelings. They suck. They totally suck. But I promise you, it feels so much better to feel them and acknowledge it than to bury them and just feel miserable and not knowing why underneath a bunch of numbness. If you don't have a circle, please reach out to any of us at Hi, My Name is Mom. We love you. We're here for you. And we've honestly all been through it. We are not medical professionals, but we are just moms who are willing to love on you. There was a lot of quotes about miscarriage. And so I'm not one to go out and quote Mark Zuckerberg. And um, they shared that they went through three miscarriages and He said, it's a lonely experience. Most people don't discuss miscarriage because you worry your problems will distance you or reflect upon you as if you, if you're defective or did something to cause this. Um, But I just felt like that was a really well-rounded comment um, about the process is because you do feel lonely and you feel like there's something wrong with you and you feel like it's your fault. And that's just could not be further from the truth. You are worthy of any pain you feel. It's not your fault, and you will be able to get through this. We had an episode last year called The Rainbow Connection that shares a lot more information, a lot more details about Jen, Corey, and I's all experience with having miscarriages. I will go ahead and link that as well this week into the episodes I promise we are not going to stay on the miscarriage topic forever because we are ready to heal and move on. And I am just honestly ready to be showered in babies and I'm ready to heal from this. Um, I've spoke life into it. I've talked about it. I'm still on the road to recovery, but I will say that the amount of love I've received has definitely helped. I wrote this little excerpt after I lost the first baby. And I've read it every time that I've gone through this, and it's really helped me. So if you're into journaling or writing your feelings down, and this is something you're going through, just go ahead and feel it and do it and put those words to paper. So I wrote this in 2015, and it's called You Were Here. There's no grave, no picture, no footprint stamped on a holiday card, but you were here. You existed, and I felt you. Your small, fragile little pieces started forming and I loved you from the first moment. It was a brief few weeks, but you changed my world. Never could I imagine my heart being captured so fast. 10 little fingers and 10 little toes. I couldn't wait to hold them and watch them grow. It was the little moments I wanted to share with you. I thought about waking up in the middle of the night to watch you breathe. I thought about falling more in love with your dad Oh, his heart was completely stolen by your little presence. From your first puppy kisses to your first steps, I couldn't wait to see what type of person God was allowing me to watch over. Your entire existence was taken way too soon. But you are the most joyful thing I've ever felt. You made me a different person, and that can never be changed. Although my heart aches, you opened my world. You have prepared my heart for the blessings Christ has planned for my life. You are not my lesson. You are my teacher, little one. God has blessed you with that. To teach me about love, patience, joy, hardships, and understanding. I would cry a thousand tears just to know the joy of your spirit for one more day. I don't understand why God had a different plan for you, but I know you are okay. The love you brought into my life gives me strength to get through you being gone. My precious child, you were here. Your footprints are on my heart and your little hands will forever have a hold on me. You were here. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I hope some of this information has helped you. If you have any medical questions, please direct your doctor. Again, I am not a medical professional. Any type of support that Hi, My Name is Mom can offer you, please reach out. We are here for you. We are rooting for you. We are on your team. Next week, we are going to talk about happy things. We are going to get back into normal mom life. And I promise you, (laughs) the healing is on its way. Please make sure to follow us online at Hi, My Name is Mom official. And go ahead and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a comment and a review to let us know how we're doing. We'll see you next week. Bye. Your name is mom.